Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast that explores the fascinating intersections of physical and mental well-being where we uncover the inspiring stories and expert insights to help you live your best life so i'm your host avik and today we have a truly extraordinary guest with us someone whose journey from adversity to triumph will leave you feeling inspired and empowered so our guest today is clo porter so welcome to the show clo thank you so much for having me i'm super honored to be on great great so uh, clo like before we start delving deep into our conversation i would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, clo is the ceo and founder of synthesis of wellness llc uh she wears many hats from like being a fashion and fitness model to her professional background as an engineer so but what truly sets her apart is her remarkable journey in the realm of health and the wellness so her story uh, takes a unique twist as her experiences as a model and an engineer have given her an unparalleled perspective on the intricate relationship between our bodies and overall well-being so but it was her personal health battle and that truly propelled her into the world of biohacking and uh, holistic healing so uh, like you can see like clo faced uh, significant health challenges including the mold toxicity lyme disease and even a brain tumor so however she didn't let this setbacks define her so instead she became her own biohacker leveraging her knowledge and determination to heal herself so in her latest episode uh, i mean release i would say in her latest release 75 gut healing strategies and the biohacks she shares the wisdom she gained along her journey detailing how she uh, optimized her digestion balanced her gut microbiome reduced gi inflammation sculpted her abs and ultimately reclaimed her health so her story is a testament to the incredible resilience of the human spirit so through her work and her mission uh, she aims to inspire all of us to strive for a state of optimal health and the wellness which recognizing that the path to well-being can be as unique as our individual biology so like she is a firm believer in finding joy and gratitude in every aspects of life and today she is here to share her insights and wisdoms with all of us 
So without further ado, let's dive into this incredible conversation with Clove. Uh, she's a true catalyst in the synthesis of wellness. And welcome to the show, Clove. Thank you so much for having me. And that was a wonderful introduction. I, I'm truly honored to be on your show. Great, great, Clove. So uh, to start with, like, if you can share your personal health journey um, with our listeners from your initial struggles with Lyme disease and uh, the mold toxicity to the discovery of the brain tumor. So I guess it's a, it's a huge uh, uh, transition. So what were some of the most challenging moments along the way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the way you even phrased it, I would I would put it in reverse um, with how it happened chronologically in my life. You know, going back in time when I was in college um, studying engineering, I all of a sudden, you know, I was active. I'm a runner. I have been an athlete my whole life. I was even on my college's equestrian team. You know, I, I I'm always doing stuff and very high performing student as well. But all of a sudden I was just, it felt like I was hit by a truck mentally, emotionally, physically. I was passing out all the time. My vision was suddenly becoming blurry. Um, I, I would get into bed at night and I felt like my bed was spinning and it was like, I would like grab my bed because I felt like I was on like a boat or something. Um, and, you know, all these symptoms started culminating and my gut just got horrible. I couldn't eat hardly anything without huge digestive upset. Um, my blood pressure, super low, crazy low circulation, horrible. I mean, I could go on and on and on with all these symptoms, just amassing. And, you know, I went to so many doctors and they just kept giving me all these different diagnoses, you know, and, and I won't spill out all the different diagnoses, but some were like, yes, you have this or you have this, which a lot of those were true, but they were just kind of band-aid diagnoses. And it wasn't really until I, I was studying for an exam and I just passed out in my apartment alone that I convinced myself to go to the emergency room, you know? Um, and so I had support. I had, um, some people who got me, thank goodness, and took me to the ER and they ran so many tests on me and they're like, well, you have POTS. And I was like, okay. Um, so that, you know, and that was true. Um, but it, was not the root cause. And it really only uncovered one little aspect of what was going on, just kind of the neurological and, and circulation issues. But months later, I kept diving in and I really just took it upon myself. I was like, I am tired of going to all of these different clinics and doctors. And they're just kind of giving me generic answers that aren't giving me what's actually going on. So Months later, I saw another doctor and this doctor was a bit of a family friend. So she kind of listened to me a little bit more. A lot of the other doctors just blew me off, which, you know, it does happen, unfortunately. Um, but this this doctor, she was like, OK, let's let's get an MRI. Let's look at your brain, because a lot of these symptoms are neurological. 
And I was like, great, that's a new thing. No doctors ever wanted to do that. So um, on my birthday, actually, uh, I got a brain tumor for my birthday because uh, they found that on the day I, I turned 21. And um, and yeah, I, I was convinced from that moment forward, I was like, this is what was causing my symptoms. So we'll get it out and my life will be perfect again. You know, I'll go back to doing everything I love to do. And unfortunately, the brain tumor was a little bit of a coincidence. So it was an adenoma that was non-functional, meaning it did not produce any hormones. And their initial hypothesis was that it was functional and it was producing hormones and impacting the rest of my body. So long story short, we got the brain tumor out. I was in the ICU for a long time because it was a pretty intricate surgery. They went through my nose. Um, so a very relatively new procedure. And following that, you know, I had to take time off of college and recover. And they told me, you know, I, I went to all these checkups and they told me it will take some time before you get symptom resolution. And I was like, okay, great. It never came, unfortunately. And, you know, I was patient. I gave it a long time and it was six months later and I was still having these symptoms, but, you know, I think taking that time off of school did help my my mental state just stress-wise. And so I did feel a little bit mentally better. Um, but overall, I was like, no, there's something else here. So it took another few years. I was I was still filled with all these symptoms, but after about maybe two years of just researching, like I would be up at 3 a.m. in my bed on my phone. Not You shouldn't do that for, for good health, but I would be doing that, just researching, scrolling through PubMed, like trying to absorb everything I could. And finally, I was like, I think something's going on here, like lime, mold, something. And so I was like, let's get these blood tests, you know? And I, I finally kind of worked with a naturopathic doctor and he was like, yeah, let's, let's go for it. So we got the blood work and it was, you know, it showed exactly what I thought. And it showed that I had SIRS, which is chronic inflammatory response syndrome. And SIRS is brought on by biotoxins that basically your innate and adaptive immune systems are not communicating correctly. So when the biotoxin is within your body, which can be brought on due to Lyme disease or mold, so Lyme brought on by like a tick bite and the Borrelia bacteria and mold mycotoxins and, and things like that. So when these biotoxins are within the body and they get trapped and your innate immune system launches this attack, it launches this inflammatory attack to get rid of the biotoxins. That is supposed to, in most individuals, signal for the adaptive immune system to then get rid of the biotoxin. Unfortunately, in about 22 to 26% of the population, so one in every four individuals has a genetic defect in an HLA gene where their innate and adaptive immune systems do not communicate correctly. 
when it comes to eliminating these biotoxins. And I was one of those individuals. So that is kind of my, my long story uh, there. But long story short, I've taken the measures to, to start healing and I feel so much better. And, and, you know, connecting this all back to gut health really quick before I um, turn the mic over to you. You know, when you have all this inflammation in your body, your brain is also inflamed. There's a bunch of neuroinflammation going on. And that neuroinflammation, it disrupts a hormone called alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone, which is alpha MSH. That hormone is not only anti-inflammatory, but that hormone helps to control your gut permeability. So when you have less of that hormone as a result of these biotoxin illnesses, your gut is already like bare. It's susceptible to so many different ailments like SIBO, candida, CFO, IMO, which is intestinal methanogen overgrowth, um, leaky gut, of course. So many different things can happen and you have to address the root cause and then you can get into more of the gut healing stuff. But yeah, so that is that is my journey. <laughs> I can, I can understand this. So, like, uh, what motivated you to become a biohacker and take control of your own health? Yeah, um, of course, it came out of necessity. I was just waking up every morning and I, I've i always been the person to wake up at like 5.30 a.m. and be fine. Like, I'm always an early to bed, early to rise type individual, very type A productive. But it was just all of a sudden I was like, in bed till like noon and trying to work um on, like from bed and that was like not it was killing me from the inside out mentally emotionally and you know with all that neuroinflammation going on too you're in a depressed state um so many studies have linked that mental health is correlated with neuroinflammation like poor mental health um and so you just feel bad all the time. You can barely move sometimes. Um, I would stand up, get dizzy, have to sit down several minutes. I mean, it just became so bad to the point where I was like, I have to help myself. You know, you have to be, and, and biohacking that term, all that really means is it's merging data with wellness and taking your health into your own hands. It doesn't mean you're not consulting appropriately. It just means that you're you're taking control of your biology and you're embracing the ability to really love yourself and respect your body, really. So yeah, it, it of course came out of necessity, but through my research, I've I've just found and amassed so many different tools in the toolkit to not only help with a biotoxin type illness but to help with gut health. And, you know, when you're recovering from biotoxin illness, there's a lot of emphasis placed on nurturing your gut back to health, which is kind of what, what motivated me to write this book, 75 Gut Healing Strategies and Biohacks. So, you know, I was finding everything from probiotics I should or shouldn't take because some probiotics could actually make my, my situation worse. You know, I had SIBO at one point, so certain probiotics aren't necessarily good for SIBO. You know, I had um, candida at one point, 
certain foods aren't good for candida, or maybe you need to disrupt some biofilms. So all these different things I just learned and amassed. And I felt like, I felt like if I could just put together like a toolkit, you know, one tool is not always going to be appropriate all the time because you may not have candida the whole time you're recovering, right? Or you might have a very complex case where you have to kind of try this tool this time or reach to that strategy or that biohack. So my whole theory behind developing even this book was I want to create just a list of so many different research-backed tools that you can pull from when needed. Of course, with the help of a licensed medical professional, but this is a whole list of things. You can just be like, hey, this sounds like this might help me. Let me look into this, do my own research, consult with my own medical professional, and then I can move forward from there. But sometimes if you don't even have that tool or the research to back it up, you don't even know it's out there. So it's a collection of tools to pull from. Right, definitely. And so in your book, or rather I would say in your new book, 75 Gut Healing Strategies and Biohacks, you discuss uh, about healing your gut as a crucial part of your recovery. So if you can explain the connection between the gut health and other health issues uh, you faced. Yeah, absolutely. And that definitely connects back to that main alpha um, melanocyte stimulating hormone. So where those biotoxins, they inflame your brain and that's where that MSH hormone is made. So in the, um, in the brain, the decreased production of alpha MSH impacts your gut because that hormone is what allows your gut to maintain um, tight junctions, which if, if the gut doesn't have those tight junctions maintained optimally, it will become overly permeable. So, and, and what happens when it's over your overly permeable is that these different bacteria and even food antigens that you eat, um, like these different protein molecules, basically, they can seep through your gut lining. They can get past the wall and, and, and they're not supposed to. So when they do that right beneath that single layer of epithelial cells that line your gut is the immune system. So if these, these food antigens or even bacteria are getting past that single layer of epithelial cells that form your gut lining, and then they instigate some of those immune cells that lie just beyond the gut lining, suddenly you get an inflamed gut. You get all these symptoms. You might even get bloated. Bloating is not necessarily normal, and it could be a sign of gut inflammation or SIBO or something like that. Um, and so when this happens chronically, you get chronic gut inflammation, and that kind of cycles back and then weakens your tight junctions even more. And so this can become a cycle and, and even can lead to autoimmune conditions. In fact, a lot of researchers do believe that increased intestinal permeability is what drives autoimmunity. So I, it, it connects back to so many different illnesses. Gut health is truly um, something we all need to put a little bit more time into. Correct. Got it. So <clears throat> like in your 
um how has your background as a fashion and fitness model as well as a engineer influence your perspective on health and the wellness yeah that's a great question too i think let's start with the engineer part so as an engineer my job and and i'll even say i've worn many hats you know i've done a lot of chemistry work as well as an engineer and a lot of laboratory work i was a, a researcher a laboratory researcher at one point as well and so my background is super analytical and i've always researched health i've researched a lot of these different aspects of the human body and that really just my background really allowed me to analyze everything a lot more strategically than maybe somebody without that background but and and just being able to dive into the literature appropriately because i was um i was kind of taught how to research by uh, one of my professors who got me into the laboratory research game and ever since then i i fell in love with it and yeah it it really just allowed me to develop a deeper analytical thinking now switching gears and talking a little bit about the modeling i would say that just gave me the self love the self respect the take charge be confident in yourself and that's extremely important too because you can have all the knowledge in the world but if you don't have the confidence to be like trust yourself and trust that you need these blood tests or trust that this is going to help you and just have that faith that you can recover that you can get healthy again and you can feel energetic again i feel like that just kind of wrapped it up and allowed me to really heal as a whole you know um and and it also helped me just take care of myself more and be like no i i do need this sleep or no i do need these wellness practices maybe they're not as scientific but a little bit of self care you know or a little bit of meditation some of the more like less analytical side of things so they both came together and really allowed me to achieve some full body healing okay that's that's something uh great i'd say so like throughout your journey uh your role uh did the support of friends family and the mentors play in your recovery and personal growth so are there any specific individuals or maybe the communities that provided crucial support yeah yeah for sure and even some individuals that i don't personally know um i would say dr richie shoemaker he's brilliant um if anyone is struggling with biotoxin illness uh definitely check out his resources he is brilliant um and then dr andrew hayman he is also um very very brilliant and has done a lot for the lime and mold communities um and then as far as my personal life my family was a huge huge crutch to lean on during this time um in fact my mom 
Wow. I mean, I can't say enough. She truly bent over backwards to help me. She would just say all she wanted was to see me smiling again. And I get so emotional every time just thinking about it because the amount of time she sacrificed out of her own life to help me is just amazing, you know? And and I had um, my brain surgery during COVID. And um, so in the ICU, I could only have one individual in the room and she was there the whole time. Um, she, she actually had to leave um, the hospital required that individuals were not present between certain hours because of the virus going around. But she was there as soon as the hospital allowed guests again, and she left, you know, of course, when she had to, but just by my side all the time. And she trusted me. You know, that was a huge thing was during this whole process, you feel like nobody believes you. You feel like you're just, you know, you're passing out, but oh, that must be normal. (laughs) You know, like, because the way the doctors sometimes interact is they're like, well, I'm not so sure. And, And they make you almost get to this state where you're not believing your own self. But my mom was right there and she trusted me almost from day one. You know, at first she was like, "Mm, I'm not sure what's going on. (laughs) But then it was like immediate trust. And, you know, even some of my other family members, it wasn't that way. They were like, well, you should probably see this doctor. And I was like, I've seen like 15 doctors already, you know, like um, it's time to start taking some of this into my own hands. But yeah, she was there. She trusted me. She supported me. Um, I mean, and and I also mentioned the amount of money you spend trying to figure out what's wrong just to get a diagnosis is insane. And the fact that I was able to receive some support in that manner as well, I'm so grateful for. Um, And I know not everybody has those resources. So podcasts like this are amazing where we can spread the word and hopefully save other people time and money so that they can just get these ideas and go straight to their doctor when when they suspect something, you know? So super grateful to be on here today as well. Great. That's, that's really good. And the main aim behind this podcast is also the same. Like, uh, so I want to create uh, tons of resources uh, by connecting and collaborating with the experts and people who have actually faced these problems so what will happen this will create uh, a kind of a uh, resource uh, full of uh, site where people can easily come they can listen the stories they can listen how people have faced those situations how they have tackled those situations it will actually help them uh, in their uh, in the in their life definitely if they are going through those kind of situations so that's great and thanks for sharing all those things uh, and it's really really helpful so also like looking ahead uh what are your future goals and aspirations in the uh realm of health and wellness yeah so i i've got so many different uh future goals and plans i'm i'm always taking on too much <laughs> but this book, I, I'm actually doing a media tour for it around the United States. Um, I've already got several speaking events scheduled. Um, I This is, you know, such a passion because what I went through, 
I just, I don't want anyone else to go through. It's, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. And so I want to just bring knowledge to whoever I can. And by through this book that I, it's actually releasing uh, September 15th is the official date, but it is available for pre-order right now. Um, Through this book, I want to just come to a bunch of different communities, speak on the topics, let them, let them know my journey and show them all this research and provide the resources just like you're doing. Um, I've also got, you know, a website, a platform up there, synthesisofwellness.com and a podcast as well. Um, we're the synthesis of wellness podcast for available on Spotify, uh, Amazon and Apple, all the, all the good places. But yeah, just creating this community, just like I'm sure you endeavor to do, where we spread knowledge and and spread encouragement and hope for healing. Exactly. Exactly true. Great. And before we wrap up, like finally, what or where can our listeners find more information about your work, your book, um, or connect with you if, it, if they'd like to connect and learn more or seek guidance on their own health journeys yeah absolutely i would say um definitely my website synthesisofwellness.com and then i do have uh that podcast i mentioned synthesis of wellness podcast it's available you can also access it through my website but should be available on all the podcast streaming platforms and then the book is a fantastic resource it really holds so much research so many different ideas and just thought-provoking concepts. So I would say almost step one is look at the book. And again, that's on Amazon. You can even go on my website to check it out there as well. Um, And then I also have some social media platforms. So on Instagram, I am at synthesis of wellness and that's my handle. So you can check me out over there. I, I post little uh, wellness treatments that I do, um, little health tips, fun stuff like that. Sometimes some modeling pictures, um, but lots of science. It's it's always rooted in science. That's that's my goal. And even my my bio on my Instagram says where wellness meets data because truly they go together. So exactly, exactly. That's great. Thank you for joining us on this remarkable journey uh, today with Chloe. So all of you, like her story is a powerful reminder that even in the face of most challenging health issues, we have the capacity to take control of our well-being and rewrite our own narratives. So uh, I believe like her insights and experiences have inspired you as much as they have inspired us. So remember that health and wellness are journeys unique to each of us. So whether you are facing uh, your own health challenges or seeking to optimize your well-being uh, her wisdom and the strategies from her book 75 gut healing strategies and the biohacks can be invaluable resource on your path so we encourage you to connect with Chloe, explore her work and consider the powerful message she shared with us today that finding joy gratitude and healing through innovation and intuition is within reach for all of us So if you have enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, share a review on our favorite podcast platform. So your feedback is incredibly valuable and help us like 
continue to bring you more valuable content like this. So thank you for tuning in to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life and we'll be back soon with more captivating episodes. So stay tuned and until next time, take care of your mind, nurture your body and keep pursuing your own path to the wellness. So thank you so much.